Welcome to Step Struggles. I'm your host, Brooke, and I'll be discussing common issues we face in blended families. All too often, step parents feel alone while navigating the tough times. My goal is to shine a light on these topics and perhaps provide a fresh perspective to those who are needing one. Let's discuss this week's struggle. Happy Friday. It is an early one for me because I am talking to somebody from over in the UK. I'm so excited to talk to you. Welcome, Olivia. Thank you so much. I am very excited too. I love any excuse to talk about step parenting, especially when you know that the other person um, gets it. <laughs> right. It's so rare. It's, yeah. It's, it's a real tough treat. finding other stepmoms, but I'm excited that you're here and I want everybody else to get to know you. I know we've had, we've talked a bit. So why don't you tell everybody what your situation is, your stepkids, how long, all that. Lovely. So I um, have been with my partner coming up for five years now and he has three children. Um, they're all, it's quite a diverse age range. So um, he has a 10-year-old daughter and then a 16-year-old son and a 21-year-old son. So it's a real mix of um different experiences and different like parenting dynamics yeah 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 and where are you with all of them now what's your relationship like with the kids how how are things going it's good it's definitely um I mean it's one of those annoying things to say and I remember being frustrated hearing it in the beginning but it's just time like it just gets so much easier over time and now when I look back on some of the experiences in the early days and I kind of feel like oh my god I feel so far removed from that now it's quite nice it's quite satisfying I feel very proud of where I am now and where the kids are now um but yeah we're on we're in a very good place with them I definitely I think because of the age range and because he has two older sons my relationship with them is completely different to how it is with um my stepdaughter 10 who I do just so much more parenting with you know she's she's so much younger and and I've been in her life since she was six so I definitely feel like more of a parenty figure um and with the boys it's completely different it's 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 like a friendship I mean it's a friendship with all my stepkids but there's definitely less of active parenting involved so that's been quite a learning curve especially like what do I have in common with teenage boys (laughs) very little so it's quite um it's been a massive learning curve sort of uh, working my way through that. Yeah. I imagine that would be tough. When I came in, my stepkids were three and six, so they were pretty little and it was fairly easy that way. Um, I, I imagine coming in with a 16 year old boy was maybe not so much. How, how did that all work when you first met them? What was the dynamic like then? It was definitely tough. And I've I've always found it tougher with Steve's eldest, my partner's eldest son. Um, just I think because of the age. Um, yeah, I came on the scene and he's he's 16, 17. And we, I mean, I wouldn't have anything in common with a 16, 17 year old boy anyway, or very little. And we're just very different people. We're into very different types of music and film and and so I found it really tricky. That's been the hardest thing, I think, for me to navigate is just trying to find some common ground. Um, so it's been a big learning curve. And also because of the age, I just saw less of him. You know, he's he's kind of doing his own thing. And even now he's at university now, so I see even less of him. But 
we just don't have that same rapport because he's not in the house with us all the time like the other two are. Um, but again, just time, just building that relationship, getting to know him better, letting him get to know me better. I think it's really easy what I'm guilty of. And I think a lot of stepmoms are guilty of is like being a little bit aloof in the beginning or a bit standoffish because you don't want to come across as overbearing or like you're really just inserting yourself into the family and taking over. And so I was on the sidelines for quite a while when we were with them and especially with him because he was older and he was more aware I felt like maybe he was a bit more critical or a bit more judgmental of me which is all like created in my head (laughs) not an actual thing um so yeah and I kind of wish I just leaned into it a little bit sooner like one thing I was thinking about is sort of like a, a little light bulb moment for me is when we started spending more time with um my partner's friendship group and and their wives and their families and like we went away on a camping trip with them and the the couple of other women in the group were so familiar with the kids and one of them had an existing relationship with them and one of them didn't she was kind of new on the scene like me and you know they would be quite tactile with them hug them they would make fun of them and have jokes with them and I remember at first being like oh my gosh I wouldn't I wouldn't do that and I wouldn't think to go up and you know give him a hug or poke fun of him in that manner and then I was like why but why though because they're they're just being friendly and fun and have a similar relationship to him that I do so that was a little bit of a like why am I so why am I holding back so much why am I like on edge all the time yeah well it's it's intimidating right like yes for even for me when I've always loved kids didn't think anything of him having kids really was excited to meet them. And then right before I met them, I felt so intimidated because what if they don't like you? Yeah. And we put so much pressure on ourselves that if you make one wrong move, it's all going to fall apart. Right. Yeah. You feel like they have so much power. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's ridiculous, really. Right. Mm -hmm. Relationship isn't that fragile, but it feels it feels like it, right? You yeah. feel like, and it, there's also concern that you don't want to say the wrong thing and they're going to go back to their mom. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's there. It's really tricky. And again, it's been quite hard getting over that element of feeling like you're being uh, reported on. I mean, in most cases, I don't think stepmoms are, um, I'm lucky I'm not in like a massively high conflict situation but even like in the early days I would not want to I wouldn't want the kids seeing me like look unpresentable like you know scruffy hair or been in my pajamas all day or stuff like that like as if I think they're gonna go running home and be like Livy didn't wash her hair this weekend (laughs) like it's so ridiculous and now thank god I've moved past that and I'm just so much more myself around them it's so much nicer yeah, it's funny. Why do we do that? Like I don't know. And it's things that they won't even notice. No, never. It's it's entirely created. I've created it myself. And yeah, like you say, they're not even paying attention. Like they don't really pay that much attention to me anyway. I don't know why I think that mm-hmm. I'm such a focus for them. <laughs> yeah, but we all do it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, it it feels like there's just so much pressure. Yeah. But um, what would you say in the beginning was your biggest hurdle to overcome I know you said your oldest stepson is there anything Mm. else gosh it's all really tricky I think I think 
getting over kind of getting over the hurdle of feeling like your second best and like your you're your partner's like second life and not the it can be a little bit of like a grieving process feeling like oh I'm not gonna get to do all those first things with him and if you're thinking about getting married or having children and your partner's done that before you kind of it can be really easy to wallow in it I think which I've done annoyingly and luckily moved past but just just like really beating yourself up thinking that your relationship and your experiences aren't going to be as special or as important to him because he's already done it with someone else and so I think that was quite a big sort of hump for me to get over feeling a little bit like the other woman um especially when you as most step parents are you're still so involved in their lives you have to see this person every day your partner has to communicate with them every day um you know they're always kind of involved in your lives it can feel like your life's being dictated by the ex no one really wants to have anything to do with your partner's ex so yeah I think just a little bit of acceptance of that um again time has helped I don't know if I have any like massive words of wisdom I just actually my partner um highlighted something to me recently because my sister went on holiday with her boyfriend and he took her to the Maldives which is really nice and I just sort of made a little side comment to my boyfriend saying oh I know he took his ex-girlfriend there I don't know how my sister feels about that and my partner was like well that's ridiculous like you've been to New York before and then when I went to New York with you we had a great time it, it's not and I was like oh yeah no you're right I don't know why it's a bit more of an emotive thing when it's a relationship Mm-hmm. and you're talking about marriage and babies and stuff but it is it does really come down to the same thing it doesn't make it any less special or exciting or as important and it's not going to be the same experiences because you're a completely different person and they're in a completely different place in their life so mm-hmm. yeah that's I think maybe that was the biggest thing for me getting used to all of that yeah and it's hard for us to because there is some insecurity right that they have done these things before and that it is going to be our first time and then they're you know yeah so in those moments we're thinking of their first time when we weren't even there for it yeah exactly (laughs) where they're probably not so much thinking about that and even if even if the thoughts cross their mind who cares right like yeah it doesn't matter they've been through all these things and they didn't want to continue with that person and they chose you there's like a reason for that isn't there yeah and I find it helps to remember that they have been through all this so them picking you there was a lot more thought in that right because they have to bring you into their children's lives and it's more complicated and they've learned from their previous experience what they don't want yeah and what they need right so that's exactly right. I think it's just trying to wrap your head around that. And I'm really guilty. I don't know if other step parents feel like this, but I I simultaneously want to know everything about um my partner's past life and his marriage and his relationship and nothing. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, I'm so intrigued, I want to know stuff. And then I'll hear something and I'll be like, oh, I wish I hadn't heard that. <laughs> yeah, be careful what you will. Yeah, ask. exactly. <laughs> yeah. I know. It can be that can be tricky. And it's funny because we we make it like they were the only ones that had a life before. I know. Right. And it's probably because so much of it is present in our life now, but the things we were doing may have been, you know, far worse for them to hear about than what they were. Yeah. 
yeah and I I've got a really bad habit of like equating a life and living of being like a marriage and babies and Mm -hmm. so I kind of think like my partner's had this whole life without me you know and but actually he's like you've you've lived in different cities you've traveled you've had different careers you've been to university a couple of times and I've had all of these other equally important um experiences that he wasn't a part of but he doesn't feel anything about them yeah do you know when they're just as like they've been just as like important um parts of my life as his previous relationship and his children are yeah and he's not upset that he wasn't part of it no no I know it's it is funny It, it is it's it's really tough but it's really funny especially now I'm wrapping my head around it more and more I think the more you you lean into it and you get comfortable and you can kind of be aware of these things it is really funny <laughs> a lot of it mm-hmm. when you first started your relationship and you were in did you find that you were you jumped in trying to be like force yourself in or did you find that you really eased in and were more cautious I think I was a little bit more cautious especially when like we'd been together a little while before I met them or before I felt comfortable enough to and then he a bit a little bit longer again before I met his ex I was a little bit hesitant and in the early days I was very much like oh no you go off and do that with the kids I won't I won't um get involved in that so it was quite slowly slowly um which I'm pleased about I think because it allowed the relationships with the kids to develop a little bit more organically like a friendship and just sort of building up seeing them more and more but then I don't think it helped me in the sense that we went from this real like slow burner of a relationship to then me and my partner moving in together and the kids coming to stay. And for me, it was like baptism by fire. Like it was such a eye opener and quite stressful going from sort of like a very casual relationship with the kids to having them in my house, my home that I was excited to have with my partner. And then them coming with all the chaos that kids have and the, the yeah used to living in a different house and so yeah I don't know I suppose there's pros and cons to both both um being a bit cautious or to going all in but yeah I did find that quite tricky when it came to living together as a family and the the dynamics of that how long did you wait to meet them um so we'd probably been in a relationship for like ooh, a good few months before I just met met them very casually at first um and then I, again, it was just sort of seeing them in passing. It wasn't really like doing stuff all together um, until maybe like over six months in. Um, but my, it it was kind of contrasting to mine and my partner's relationship because we got serious quite quickly, but just left that element of it out of it, I suppose, for a bit. How did you meet them the first time? What did you guys do? We So my partner's eldest son wasn't there the first time. But we, um, because my partner um, wasn't living on his own at first, he was living with a friend. He used to still go to the ex's house to to have the kids. And so I went there and met them, which in hindsight is kind of insane. I, I can't believe I was so casual about it at the time. Um, she wasn't there. She was out for the day or whatever. Um, but yeah, in hindsight, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. And I wonder how she even felt about that. Because, I mean, I don't even know if she knows, to be honest. It's like quite a, uh, now that I have 
you know, I live with my partner and we have a home. The thought of someone out, another woman coming in and seeing your kids. Um, but yeah, it was just a very casual um went in, said hello. I think we played, um, my partner was playing with his daughter. We played a little game. I met her son and then I went again after a while. I didn't like stay for the day or anything. And there was a couple of little meetings like that until I can't even remember. Oh, the first time that we had like an activity together was so disastrous. I think um, that put me off. Like we went bike riding and um, the bike that his son had was a bit too big. And so I offered to swap, but he didn't want to. And then he fell off and it was a really big deal. He had a bit of a meltdown. and yeah, it just like completely. And then he was in a really bad mood and like didn't want to speak to me. And so I think I was just so scarred from that that I was like, okay, no more group activities. Um, but yeah, we moved on from that. Um, I think it's just I, I'm a parent. I'm a um, child of divorced parents as well, so I can kind of relate to how the kids are feeling about some things. And I remember the first time I met my dad's girlfriend even though I was a good bit older I had like a panic attack I was so freaked out from it I I went and hid like she didn't know this but I saw her coming and I went and hid I was really freaking out and now I get on with her fine but I think it is just such a it can be such a change such a shake up in the way that you're used to your family sort of dynamic Mm -hmm. and how much of that do you think played into how you responded to meeting the kids yeah, definitely a bit. I think it's been like a help and a hindrance. Like I, I've definitely seen a completely different, I like, I feel completely differently now about my parents' divorce than I did before, now that I'm kind of on the other side of it. Um, so I've been quite like sympathetic towards it. And I think I can appreciate a lot of the way that his kids feel about certain things. And I like, I think something that can bug a lot of um step parents and step mums is just having to constantly hear about bio mum like the kids just want to talk about it all the time and it can feel like a bit of a trigger and frustrating and I remember I used to think like I would never do that in front of my dad and his girlfriend but it's because they made me not want to mm-hmm. because of comments or an atmosphere they made it clear that they didn't want to hear about that kind of thing and so actually when I sort of think about it I'm like oh it's it's really nice that all of us, me and my partner and his ex, have done such a good job of making the kids think that we're one big happy family and all great friends that they feel comfortable enough to rattle on about their mom and what she's doing and this conversation they had with her. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, it is it is a good thing, um, and it's been quite interesting comparing, you know, my experience now and kind of the kids' um, relationship with us and the other household and how mine was. I definitely think it's helped me be like a healthier um, sort of step parent and role model, I hope. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the thing, right? Because we do get, oh my gosh, why are they talking better? I don't want to hear it Mm. better. But Mm -hmm. they're kids and it has nothing to do with you, right? No. We think it's an attack on us, but it's just them talking about their life, right? If they talk to their teacher, you don't get as... yeah uptight about it or their grandparents or whatever but they're going to talk about the people in their lives and their mom is a very big part of their life so yeah it's so easy to take it like personally yeah and I think to see it as that they're feeling free right they feel comfortable with you if they're doing that and 
So it is actually a good thing. Yeah. Feel like really good. And I was, I um, used to work with a lady who was a step parent as well. And we were kind of talking about her and having a little vent about stuff. And she said, oh, we had to tell my stepson to stop talking about his mum when he came around. And I was like, oh God, that's actually really sad. Like what an awkward thing to say and to put out there. And I wonder how he felt about that. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I definitely, as, as as triggering as it used to and can still feel, it's like definitely the nicer environment to foster for the sake of the kids. Mm-hmm. And when, so when you guys all moved in together, what what about that did you find difficult? Oh gosh, everything. Like um, classic stuff that's like frustrating with kids, like them being fussy eaters or... Um, being messy um and they're very I mean I think maybe all kids are nowadays but they're very like indoorsy kids and so I would I would want to be out doing stuff on the weekends going for a walk or going to the beach or whatever and I got to the point where I'd be like oh I'm not even going to bother um asking them or suggesting it because it's just going to they're just going to moan so I'm not going to bother and now my relationship with them is so different it's like we're going for a walk like come on we're just get. do do you know what I mean rather than being like getting my like preempting that they're going to be in a bad mood and then making myself in a bad mood about it it's just like so much easier to be like you know making a having that relationship where you can make a joke with them and just like like no guys there's no debate come on you're coming get in the car we're going out we're gonna have a nice time Mm -hmm. um so yeah I think in the early days of us living together and also at first we lived in a really small house so we were just on top of each other there was like no escape for any of us I think it was probably quite hard for them as well um but it's really funny because I I see us now we've moved we live in a different house and our our family um dynamic is so much better but my stepdaughter still is like I really loved it when we lived in that house so it's really cute that she still has really not that there were bad times there but I found it quite stressful and a big learning curve but her memories of it are like a really nice time well well, that's good so you hit it well yeah (laughs) I must have done (laughs) I think some of that too is that we feel those insecurities right that we don't want to overstep or do something or say something that's Mm. going to be detrimental to so when they are when everything doesn't go smoothly, right? Then yeah. we get stressed out about it. Yeah. We're all kids. Mm. Like, they're not going to just be like, yes, what are we doing today? Yeah. You know, with every word you say, they, they're they moody. Kids are moody. Yeah. And I find so many step parents say about, like, they walk into a room and their stepkids don't greet them. My bio kids also don't. Yeah. Good morning, mom. You yeah. know, not, <laughs> not, they're not waiting to say hi to me. No. And that's where you have to be like, no, we're going. Come on. Yeah. You know, or if they don't say hi, just hi. Yeah. Hello. You know, we have to be the adult. Yeah. And they're not always going to be their kids, right? Yeah. And we have to teach them. And it's not, it's not easy. And it's not, no. Fun, but that's, normal it has nothing to do with the fact that we're a stepmom yeah right like I think think we already put ourselves like in that box or in this on the sidelines 
like the kids don't do it we do it and so Mm -hmm. then it's kind of it's quite hard to move out of it then I found because I did it to myself and then making the transition from being um yeah not being as involved or being affectionate or getting stuck into like poking fun of them or having them poke fun of you it's quite hard then to sort of like try and segue into that more familiar relationship with them yeah yeah there is that for sure we do it to ourselves because Mm -hmm. we do think we take everything so personally and like it's Mm -hmm. everything's such a bigger deal than it is right yeah and the minute that you can let go of that everything is so much easier yeah You have more fun. You worry less. You the kids like you more because yeah. When we're tiptoeing around, I mean, if you think about your childhood, and if there's somebody in your house that's not comfortable with you, right? So the more we're tiptoeing around them and trying not to, they feel that, right? Yeah. And they feel like oh, like everything's just so uncomfortable. I just can't be myself right like yeah because we're not being ourselves either yeah so it puts that whole mood into the the home and it's not it's the sooner that you can get over yourself yeah the better it is for everyone I find Mm -hmm. yeah massively and I think like I obviously had some sessions with you and I found them super helpful and yeah just it's really freeing when you can get to that point of letting go as hard as it is. And I know some people are in really tricky situations and high conflict and there's so there can be so much going on. It can be really hard to navigate. But I remember I used to get like, naturally my partner's kids want to be with him all the time. They, they aren't going to be like, Livy, 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 I want to hang out with you. They're here to see their dad. They want to hang out with their dad. That's fine. But it can feel like taken I used to take it a bit personally like I got nothing in the way of affection from the kids um you know they wouldn't appreciate the stuff I did for them even behind the scenes not that they knew about it so how could they (laughs) um and then as soon as I could kind of let go of that and just lean into it a bit more me and my stepdaughter are great like she's because I must have relaxed without realizing it and just leaned into family life like she'll come up and give me a hug she'll do you know that that has just kind of organically happened for me just relaxing and forgetting about all of the stop like to stop critiquing myself and feeling like I'm not a part of the family when it's like actually no I am I'm a really important part of this family (laughs) yeah yeah and that's we start it right yeah yeah we start it we wonder why they're not going to come up and give us a hug when we're like yeah yeah exactly you know and worrying about everything we say or or everything they say. Yeah. And we can be short with them too, right? If they're mm-hmm. if they're being cranky or they're and it's not because they're being cranky that we're being short. It's because we we feel like we're being attacked. Yeah. Yeah. Right? We're like they're doing this because it's me and, you know, or some people think it's their mom t- tells them to treat you that way or Yeah. You know, it just everything is such a bigger deal. Yeah. than it is really. Yeah it's it's definitely not always as like deep as you think it is mm-hmm. their behavior or a, a word they say or or something it's just and like you say it does come down a childish mindset like I'll revert to like not outwardly I hope but inwardly like thinking like a teenager and then it's like you have to say you have to remind yourself like no actually I'm the adult like <laughs> why am I being drawn into this yeah 
yeah, we set the tone and then we think that it's them. And we do. I mean, there were things when the kids were young, everything was such a huge deal and it was going to destroy their lives. Mm. Right. And if we didn't act now to fix this, they were going to have a very hard time when they got older, you know, and we just know everything. Like, I don't know. I was a psychiatrist when the kids were young. Like I just, I, and, (laughs) and a psychic, I could everything. Right. And now not so much. Right. Yeah. The kids are fine. Yeah. And it's just, sometimes we create problems where there aren't problems just because I don't know, we feel like that's for me. I feel like I was trying to find where I fit and how mm-hmm. I was going to become important. Yeah. And so I need to fix these problems that aren't there because that's where I'm going to find my place. Here, yeah. Right. When that it's not helpful, it's just creating no. more issues where there doesn't need to be issues. No, exactly. Right. So do how often are they with you? So we have uh, my partner's two younger kids, the 10 year old and the 16 year old, um, three days every week. Oh, wow. Um, so it alternates um, between weekends and then in the week as well. So it's been because we used to live not massively far away, um, but a little bit further away. So we weren't really involved in like the school run or anything. But now we live um, quite literally like two minutes around the corner from them and their mum which has its benefits and drawbacks. Um, mm-hmm. So we've gotten more involved in like the school run and the kind of weekday um, life of having kids, which I've found has been massively beneficial to me as well. Cause it's just, it, I'm just getting more stuck in. I, you know, at times I have to drop my stepdaughter off to school or pick her up from school and sort out pack lunches and do after school clubs. And it's it's been really nice it's it's helped my relationship with her because I'm just more involved in her life she has more things to talk to me about I know more about what's going on with her same with my stepson like you you I've met more of his friends I know more of the people he's talking about or it's just massively helped the more that I've just gotten stuck into it our relationship has naturally gotten stronger which is really nice yeah that helps I Mm. I mean we're obviously not there for this. We've picked them up a few times from school, but it's very rare. Yeah. We're not there. Right. Yeah. But my stepdaughter is so chatty that she tells you everything. So I get pictures and yeah, that's yeah. super nice. But, but yeah, they don't know us. Right. Like, yeah, I know there's been a, a couple of times that we have been there for events or whatever. And we go pick the kids up from school and She'll be like, oh, my friend so-and-so was like, that's your dad? You know? <laughs> so, but she likes it when when he comes around. But yeah. 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 So how involved, like, how much responsibility do you have when it comes to the parenting of your kids now? I feel like, I don't know about r- responsible I definitely like in every relationship, there's a dreamer and a doer and I'm a doer and my partner's mm-hmm. a dreamer. So I'm, I like the logistics of stuff is my area. Do you know, I know when we have the kids, when they have clubs, when they have sleepovers, um, what time would they need picking up? Who, which one of us is doing the picking up or the dropping off, sorting out their lunches, all that kind of thing. I just kind of get on with cause I find it easier. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, but in terms of actual like 
parenting in terms of like disciplining I find it tricky I think probably all step parents do I find it easier with my stepdaughter just because I am a more of a parental figure Mm -hmm. um but and then I think my partner is softer than me or he's just a bit more oblivious to stuff than me so then I can get caught in a trap where I feel like I'm always nagging about table manners or making a bed or stuff like that um so that's been a bit of a learning curve as well behind the scenes being like can you just back me up on this or can you maybe say it for once because I'm always saying it um and the same with my my stepson the 16 year old it's quite nice now that I'm in a position where I can be like can you actually just make your bed and like I texted him the other day like can you please try and make your bed in the morning when you leave and he's like oh yeah my bad sorry whereas before I'd have been like oh Steve you have to text him and tell him this whereas it's just nicer to be like just approaching myself about it yeah not to put so much pressure on it because I'm sure he's just like whatever yeah they don't care as much as we think they're gonna care but no no but I get it you also it does start feeling sometimes like you're and I think this evil stepmom image right that we're like I don't want to be that no yeah so when you do start asking them to do, which is normal, right? Yeah, very. But there's more pressure that, oh my gosh, if I'm asking them to do too much, then I'm- You think you're going to be out, like they're going to kick yes. you out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're out of the club. Yeah, and exactly. I, I think one of the first times I sort of told my stepdaughter off, not not badly, but we had had a visitor over and she wasn't being particularly like- she wasn't being rude but she was just she was ignoring them a little bit and so when they left I just sort of pulled her up on it and I said that was really rude like you're normally really polite can you please speak to people when they come over blah 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 and I had to leave for work straight away and I felt sick all night because I was like she's gonna hate me she's never gonna speak to me again maybe I shouldn't have said that oh god she's really I've ruined the weekend now because she's gonna be in a bad mood and then obviously she never mentioned it. She was absolutely normal with me after. She probably hadn't given it a second thought, but I was instantly like, oh God, I've really messed up. She's going to hate me because I asked her to be more polite to one of our guests. Yeah. I remember I made a comment to my stepdaughter one night that I regretted so bad. And for days I was upset about it. Yeah. And I brought it up to her two days later and apologized to her for it. And she was like, okay she didn't even remember yeah yeah. (laughs) this is weird yeah but cool thanks (laughs) yeah they don't think anything is as big a deal as we do right but you're right we're like oh my gosh we're gonna be canceled yeah you know (laughs) this is it for me yeah I'm done thing that was gonna throw me over the edge and it's over exactly and like my partner definitely doesn't ever feel like that he doesn't feel like he has to have a filter on with the kids or say things in a certain way yeah and if he says something like you need to be polite when people come over yeah then he doesn't think twice no because that is what she needed to hear yeah I know it's funny so much more pressure and I wonder if the kids will ever know how much we Probably not. I don't know. I, I always think that it's really, I, I have a completely different sort of respect and, and understanding of both my parents' partners now that I am in a similar position. Um, and yeah, I think it can, sometimes I can feel a bit like, 
will they ever realize that I kind of do all this stuff for them behind the scenes? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd like to think, I think my relationship with my eldest stepson, the one that I struggle with more, I think he gets it because even though we're not super close, I think he appreciates that I look after his dad, that I'm there, that I get stuff done. You know, I think me and him have that kind of common ground, which is really nice. He always gives me a really big hug and, you know, makes little comments. So I kind of feel like he knows he knows mm. the situation. Um, but yeah, it can be really frustrating. I think I saw a meme about it. It was like classic every Christmas. I organize all the gifts. I think about what to buy the kids. I go out and buy them. My partner gives me some money. I wrap them all. I get excited about the kids opening them. And then they're like, look what dad got me. And you're like, (laughs) that was all me. Yeah. And (laughs) one day I think they'll know. Yeah, I think so. Um, Yeah. I think it's just all as they grow up, they will. And I think it can be like a a trap to fall in as well with the relationship with bio mum and maybe some of the stuff that happens I can find myself thinking like oh god I wish I wish the kids could understand that this this thing is happening because of this and you know you don't want to drag them into anything but me and my partner are like do you know what they're growing up it's all going to come out in the wash like it's they they have a good understanding of us and our relationship with them and their mum's relationship with them I think it's just they're not going to be kids forever. You know, they're going to grow up. They're going to, they're going to be adults. They're going to be in relationships themselves and then maybe have a bit more awareness about what it was like when they were small. Yeah, for sure. And that is the thing, right? The parents who are talking about the other parent, they're going to remember that. Yeah. The parents who don't do that, they will remember that. Like even me, my parents are also divorced and I don't think it was easy them separating, but I, and I remember, you know, being like, Oh, I don't talk to my dad enough and being upset about that. And my mom just, Oh honey, he loves you so much. Like, you know, and not saying anything where now looking back, she could have said something. Yeah. You know? And as I grew up, I did have so much more respect for her to be able to set her own feelings. Cause I'm sure during that time, you know, she was probably angry. Yeah. Right. And it would have been very easy for her to be like, Oh, he's such a jerk or whatever. Yeah. Right. But she never did. And she always just emphasized how much he loves me and how you yeah. know, he didn't realize that like, you know, you were wanting to see him more. Why don't you give him a call or, and I'm, I'm actually feel like she, did call him and was like you need to call her right which yeah. again, wouldn't be easy no so it is important to be and I think that helps me to try and be more you know child focused focus on yes. their feelings and not let yours get in the way which I'm not saying it's easy it's difficult and we all yeah sometimes, but to try and keep that at the center of what you're doing right yeah definitely it's all about them isn't it um and yeah it can be very easy to let your own feelings get in the way but yeah I think when I look back to to my experience as a kid and the thing like you say the things that you take away the things that you remember that both your parents loved you and were really supportive that's a really nice thing to to have Mm -hmm. yeah and that's what matters right 
Yeah. Because they will see it and they are only kids for so long. Mm. Right. So I know sometimes, especially if you're, you're in the middle of all the conflict and all it's frustrating and it feels like it's never going to end you yeah. know yeah and it's but. just so sad I think like um a friend of my partner's he's a single dad and he has his kids a bit and we were spending some time with them and his daughter who was only like I don't know eight nine made a comment about how um her dad owed him money and me and my partner came away like how does she even know about that why has that conversation been had with her it's just really unfair for them to be witness to any of that kind of the ugly side of separation and divorce and whatever it's just yeah I I think experiencing some of that as well as a third party I've been like oh gosh I don't want our kids to know any of that side of thing about do you know what I mean they don't have to be involved in that yeah yeah no it's not and it's I get it it's hard you know Mm. we can't all be but it's important to not because yeah what are they supposed to do yeah and also like I was thinking about my own parents I I remember hearing my dad kind of say some nasty things about my mum once I overheard he didn't know I was listening and it really upset me and now I'm like I can't believe I didn't burst into the room and be like hello I like I can hear you can you please not talk about my mum like that and I think yeah it definitely like tarred my relationship with him a bit just hearing that and Mm -hmm. also like I think as you the older you get like I'm very aware both my parents have shortcomings and I don't particularly agree with everything like how I was raised but it's like it doesn't I still really love them I still I still have a great relationship with them and it's one of those things where like me and my siblings could joke about like a trait of mums but like if someone else said it you'd be like that's my (laughs) mum you don't talk about her like that I can but you can't so I think it's, it's really important to remember that as well with the kids like regardless of what's going on with the mum unless it's something really serious um yeah it's like she's their mum they love her Mm -hmm. you just kind of got to accept it that's the thing right if you say something bad about their parent it's not their other parent they're gonna see yeah in a negative light it's you yeah right exactly even if you are the parent right they're going to feel protective of their parents that's just how it is yeah so don't you know no I I think it can it can have such a negative lasting impact as well like the the kind of key stuff that kids remember Mm -hmm. I think that would be one of them that stuck with them it did for me anyway yeah yeah it's tough it's a tough position to be in but yeah you know it's really challenging but one thing especially after my sessions with you, I think just talking about it, like talk about being a step-parent as much as possible, especially to other step-parents who get it, is such a great way of kind of learning about yourself and your dynamic and mm-hmm. coping mechanisms. Um, and actually sort of after like picking apart my role a bit in my experiences, it's like, I feel like this has made me such a better person. I feel mm-hmm. so much, I've like learned great deals of patience and self-control and it's yeah it's just it's really helped me grow and like learn about myself and how I react to things and how I behave in certain ways and it's that's quite like a nice proud feeling mm-hmm. a feeling like you've really they they've brought a lot of real positive things to your life despite some of the hardships I think all of the like the real like positive happy things outweigh that yeah 
And I couldn't agree more. I think the best thing about being a step parent is how much you learn about yourself, right? Yeah. Because you are forced into these situations where you need to respond or realize why you're responding in, in a certain way. And yeah, I, I agree. I think that I've grown so much from being a step parent that I may never have if I yeah. wasn't, right? Yeah, it's crazy. And it's a really nice feeling, I think, to have. Yeah. Well, I think that that is a really good place to leave this. I appreciate you being here. Is there anything else you want to get out there? Or you feel good about our conversation? No, I feel great about it. I love talking about it because it doesn't feel like you can with everyone. Um, you know, I feel like if you're if you're a step parent, no one else can get it unless you're a step parent yourself. Um, and so that's why it's quite nice to have any opportunity to talk about it and laugh about it <laughs> and vent <laughs> <Yeah>. about it. <laughs> and I think that's important to remember is that nobody else does get it. So when people no. respond in a negative way, just they're ignorant. They don't understand yeah. what it's like. Yeah. Don't take it personally. It's quite an exclusive group. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Well, I appreciate you being here. It was really great to catch up. Thank you so much. I had so much fun. Thanks for listening to this episode of Step Struggles. If you are wanting to discuss what you're struggling with, I do offer step family coaching at strugglingstepmom.com. I'm also always open to chat on Instagram at the struggling stepmom. If you'd like to weigh in on our struggle of the week, give me a follow and watch for the question box in my stories. Thanks again and talk to you guys next Friday.